This was a Brain Freeze podcast. Welcome to Ongoing Comic Book Discussion Podcast. I'm your host, Tessianos, and today is day 28 of 31 Days of Horror. If you've been following along every single day since the beginning, bless your soul. If you've bounced in and out of the marathon, I'm grateful for you, and thank you so much. I appreciate you, and I hope you found this little little thing. Hope you found it fun, that's what I'm trying to say. And if you're new here, Welcome! How you doing? Uh, we have a lot of fun around these parts, and we're happy to have you. To follow along on what the heck this podcast is up to, please follow OCD on Instagram at OCD Podcast, Facebook at facebook.com slash OCD Podcast, Twitter at Ongoing Comic Pod, and Patreon at patreon.com slash OCD Podcast. Also, if you are loving what you are hearing, it would really help me out if you could please hit that follow button wherever you are listening to this in your podcasting uh, verse. Maybe leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and or share this show with your friends. I am sending you so many air high high fives your way in advance, and I thank you. Okay, so this is the last time you guys are going to hear me say this. You ready? We are three days away from Halloween and one day away from OCD's second Halloween giveaway on Thursday, October 29th. That's tomorrow and also my 30th birthday. We'll be giving away a very witchy package that includes a Chilling Adventures of Sabrina Volume 1 comic, a Sabrina and Salem Funko from the Netflix series, and OCD stickers. To follow along, it's quite simple. Head on over to your social media of preference, follow ongoing comic book discussion podcast, and share your favorite OCD horror post thus far. Tag OCD in your post along with the hashtag 31 days of horror comics and you will be entered into the raffle that's one entry per person and it's going to be a devilishly good time now to introduce today's co-host this guy has been in my life for a long time he's a close buddy of ours and today just happens to be his birthday he is my buddy pete what's up pete happy birthday what's up tess how you doing good happy almost birthday yeah, it's your birthday today, though, man. Today I know, but it's almost your birthday, though, right? That's true. That's true. Okay. Yeah, you're right. Thank you. Okay. I know. I I was like, uh, yes, yes, because today is your birthday. We're recording on your birthday today. Oh yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and just, I'm airing it at midnight, but I recorded it just now. Um, cool, man. I'm so happy to have you back. What's up, dude? What you doing? Uh, I, I'm doing all right. You know, just living in the new house, and uh, me and my fiance bought a house since I talked to you last. Um, yeah. We got uh puppy coming in we got uh our house is all decorated for halloween everything is just going peachy right now how about you hell yeah dude no i'm good man i'm good uh just doing this this crazy thing and i've made it to day 28 which is pretty awesome um and you actually you didn't request this day i requested you come on this day because it is your birthday so it's the best day of the year you know what i mean yeah 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 i always feel like we uh get together around this time um mm. so hopefully that's really happening <laughs> i don't know <laughs> oh man uh okay so what are you gonna do on your birthday what are you gonna do today my fellow uh, scorpio let's see um what day is today a wednesday yep. i'll be at work all day oh good okay Getting and paid. then i'll go home and cook dinner mm-hmm. and i have a little bit of bourbon mm-hmm. and then i'll go to bed early because i have to work the next day nice but nice. the 30th and the 31st i'm just chilling in in halloween pajamas watching go. a movie Hell yeah, you dude. Know. 
Drinking more bourbon, probably. Right? Oh, that's the plan. That's the plan. Yeah, that's what you do. Can you actually, can you plug your, your whiskey Instagram page? Because it's really fun to follow. Ooh. I'm drinking some right now. I'm drinking Weller Green in, in honor of uh, the Swamp Thing himself. Oh. I got a green bottle of whiskey. Um, uh, it's just, is it Pete's Whiskey? Yeah, it's just Pete's Whiskey. <laughs> Yeah, so if you want to see uh, me drinking my way through the year, just go to that page. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Um, okay, so what does Halloween mean to you, your birthday being so close? Oh, man, I mean, I think you share the same thing where mm-hmm. not only do you get excited because Halloween's coming, you get to dress up, but then uh, and all that free candy, but then you also, usually your birthday's right around Halloween, so you, everybody's going to dress up on your birthday if yeah. you're having a party. Mm-hmm. Um it's also great because you can like the school year would usually have started mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden you start seeing candy corn pop up and like <laughs> giant bags of candy and Frankensteins. You're like, oh, my birthday's coming. Yes. So my birthday is just tied to Halloween forever. And I, and it's the greatest. It's yeah. it's my it's. And then also you got Halloween this month. You got Thanksgiving next month. You got, you know, Christmas holiday was always the best because you'd get like two weeks off of school. Mm-hmm. So I, I'd always see family at those points because and I live far away from my family most of the time. So I, those are the times I would always get to see the family. So I was like, oh, yeah. Halloween, Christmas, Thanksgiving. This is perfect. I, I feel like the, boom, boom, boom. Yeah. The dominoes are falling. Yeah. All the, all the good stuff. Uh, right oh, yeah. on, man. What's your favorite uh, Halloween candy? Well, you got to ask tough questions. I know. Um, I know. It's hard. Probably Reese's, but you know mm. when you get those uh, those cherry blow pops? Yeah. Yeah, I always love getting those in my bag of candy. I, I, I mean, they you'd try and suck on the sucker, and then you'd end up chewing it, and then you'd be chewing on the stick with the gum stuck to it, and then yeah. the gum was too sticky, so you couldn't throw it away. But it yeah. was just something. That or those caramel apple uh, Suckers. lollipops. Yeah, yeah those, those are the best. Those are the, the best. Mm. Um, have you ever had a costume party-themed birthday party? There we go. Yeah, you showed up at one of them. I did. I oh, did. you did. And then um, I got engaged to your best friend. <laughs> oh yeah, I was. Uh, I was. I was very, very inebriated when you walked into the karaoke bar. <laughs> hey, Pete, uh, I'm here. Oh, I was like, "Hey, you <laughs> made it on a four-hour drive from Yosemite. <laughs> awesome." Um, uh, yeah. And then you guys dressed up with us last year. Yep. When we, we came did. to LA, we went tiki bar and. Halloween bar. It's I, if you give me an excuse to dress up, I'm gonna do it. I know, right? Yeah, we went to Beetle uh, Bar. Um, that was so fun. We always just uh, that, was, that was a good night. Yeah, we always do something. Uh, well, cool. Well, also, you're my friend. You're my friend for a bunch of reasons, but also you're a big nerd as well. Thanks. Yeah, thanks. Uh, yeah, you're a big. You're a big comic nerd. What you got us reading today, man? Um. Okay. So today we're reading. It's not my favorite Alan Moore. My next favorite would actually be the next book, but this is a great primer, and that's Alan Moore's Swamp Thing, Saga of the Swamp Thing. Mm-hmm. Um, this is this is a very interesting book. Uh, it's not the best in the series. Mm-hmm. It, it's one of those books that actually gets better as time goes on, and then I feel like Alan Moore kind of tapped out at the right time and went and did something else, which I think the next thing he did after this was, was Watchmen, which, yeah. you know, if you're following... One of my favorite uh, storylines up with Watchmen. I mean, that's a good one-two punch right there. Yeah, it's, um, Alan yeah. Moore. He's he's done like if you if you okay he's done like Watchmen, V for Vendetta, the uh, the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, a bunch of for, stuff. He like, did From Hell. From Hell. Like even if you haven't read comics, you know his work. Yeah, you know his work, and I mean Watchmen the series 
even though he disavows anything that isn't the books that he wrote, is one of the greatest things I've seen in the last 10 years, that HBO show. So it is amazing. And just even, like, has nothing to do with Alan Moore, but it's his property elevated to, like, I feel like the highest levels. And I feel like they're going to do that. I know they had a Swamp Thing series that they just made that's going to start airing on CW, but it's already been canceled because it was on the DC Universe app. Yeah. And it's it, it draws a lot from, I believe, this this run this first two oh. stories but um it's uh I, I hope it gets popular enough to, for them to bring it back because there's some amazing stuff that happens in this run not so much this book which i i do love and it's a great um it's a great reset of the swamp thing universe excuse me and um it, it, it's kind of hard to explain because it's kind of like a slower book but then we'll talk we can talk about it afterwards where things get to another level and you start seeing alan moore become alan moore and start doing these weird weird things that basically hadn't been done in comic books before to hit mm. that this level and people everybody I mean, he's influenced everybody's come after him so that's awesome and this is kind of his first real for i know he did other stuff but this is the first big one to put his name on the map i believe oh that's awesome he okay so he is not the original dude who created swamp thing he's the second no. guy yeah let me open up my thing uh he at lee i believe len um yeah i've written down somewhere it's like yeah, so do i let me open it up real fast uh lynn wine well, lynn win yeah l-e-n-w-e-i-n lynn yeah Wynn. and he started it and there was um let's see it, it was way older and then it got brought back so 24 issues from 72 to 76 mm-hmm. he was the creator and then um they brought it back uh, this is 72, isn't it? No, this one's in the 80s. So they oh, brought nice. it back in 82. And, okay, so like a decade later. And I was trying to understand. Um, okay, I'm going to be honest. This comic was hard for me to get through because it's like old comic writing. Yeah, it's very, and it's also very dense. And yeah. uh, I love some of the artwork in it, but some of it is just very. And it, it kind of sucks because I, I feel like this is the second time where we've kind of gotten screwed on a little bit of like. Uh, last time we got. Uh, great artwork, not so great writing. This time we've got <laughs> great writing, but it's still kind of dense and dated. The second book of this one is yeah. everything. I mean, we can. I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna spoil a little bit of the second book if you don't mind. No, no, no. It's all good. Okay. Yeah. So, this is all setting everything up in terms of, um, like, resetting the swamp thing. Um, uh, this you find out. He, they kill his main villain, who was oh god, what's his name. The guy with the crazy looking face. He's like Arcane or something, right? Arcane, yeah. yeah. And then uh, I was trying to think of his first name, but I guess it doesn't really matter. Um, and then he goes to make sure he's dead. The dude died in a helicopter crash, but he'd come back from death and mm-hmm. done all this crazy shit. He's like, let me go make sure he's really, really dead. And uh, Abby Arcane, who I believe is his niece. I yeah. read this like last month. And then, like I said, I've been uh, moving into my new house and, you know, uh, <laughs> I've been unpacking boxes. I found my... my uh, it's up there somewhere. I found my uh, uh, Rocketeer book I was looking for oh, last time. Nice. So as soon as I hang up with you, I'm going to find my Swamp Thing book. You of know, course. that's how it goes. Yeah. So, um, but Abby Arcane is obviously his love interest. And um, it kind of really kicks off in this book. Um, let me go back to the page. Abby Arcane, she, this, it confused, her storyline confused me in this one. Because she, like, has a husband, but she loves Swamp Thing. Yeah, so it's like this, you know, the very stereotypical uh, uh, love triangle, mm. but she's in love with a monster, even though her husband, you know, she loves her husband too, 
it's he's kind of inconsequential. A lot of this first half of this book is also kind of inconsequential. Mm. This is all this is all just reintroducing you, or in our case, introducing us to these characters. Yeah, and she's great. She's like you know the very uh kind of a Southern Belle because this is a very Southern Gothic kind of storyline. Yeah, but there's some weird shit in here that doesn't even matter. Like in a book, or you know, in the next book, like there was all this stuff with these soldiers and they're trying to kill Alec, and and it doesn't even matter. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Let's, um, I want to set this up so anybody that hasn't read Swamp Thing knows what the heck we're talking about. Okay. Um, so, but I, I'll lock what you're saying. I just want to make sure everybody's caught up. So, okay. So we know that Len Wen, he created this in 1971 from that House of Secrets comic, um, number 92, where he was depicted as a man who was murdered by a jealous rival and returned as a plant monster to defend his wife. Uh, he was also given his own series the following year, where these guys reworked it, made a more contemporary setting for him. But the basics remain pretty much the same. And hence, Alec Holland, who, that's what Pete just said, Alec Holland, who, Alec Holland equals Swamp Thing. Technically, we'll get there. <laughs> we'll get there. He starts off as yeah. the Swamp Thing. Yeah. So... Swamp Thing's very existence is defined by the question, is he a man who looks like a plant or a plant that thinks he's a man, which is basically what we're saying. Um, That question was at the heart of Alan Moore's saga of the Swamp Thing run, which we're reading today, wildly regarded as the to be the greatest in the character's long history. Early on, Moore revealed that Swamp Thing isn't actually a transformed Alec Holland. Holland died as a result of his injuries, and Swamp Thing is merely a mysterious form of plant life that absorbed fragments of Holland's consciousness and memories. Naturally, this is a character prone to questioning his own existence and place in the universe, which is kind of the overarching theme. Um, And that existence always seems to be in flux here. Uh, This is a DC comic, and uh, it's... It's, it's good. I like Swamp Thing. He's got a heart. He's he's there. Alec Alec's not a bad dude, uh, but he's he's uh, I don't know. I, I don't know how I felt about this comic, man. I liked how they portrayed Swamp Thing. I liked the art. Sometimes, like you were saying, I yeah. felt like the art plus the words were so squished together sometimes, where I was like, my head hurts. Where are yeah. we? Why are there yeah, two so, Swamp Things? <laughs> yeah. So. That's also one of the things that kind of drives me crazy about these very old ones is the the stylized art isn't as clean. So you can't yeah. quite tell what you're looking at. Right. So like a lot of these characters are like very almost grotesque looking, but it's because they put too much detail in their face. I like a lot cleaner lines. I like a lot. So I want to know what I'm looking at. And some of the way mm-hmm. these uh, these uh, pages are broken up. It looks really cool if you're not trying to figure out what you're looking at. Yeah. You know what I mean? If yeah. you're looking at, like, abstract art. Okay, <laughs> yeah. that's cool. Look at it, but, but then other ones, up. you're like, what the fuck is going on? Like, how am I supposed to follow this story? So, yeah, it kind of drives me a little crazy sometimes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Same. I. It, it's like that in a lot of books from that era, too. Like, everybody, yes. it's it's style. It was a style over substance era, and it becomes, like, it becomes deeper like that. I feel like a lot of the... Um, x-men comics in the 90s yes. like these really weird mm-hmm. drawings that are just all style and you don't know really know what you're looking at like wait that doesn't make any sense why does he have so many pouches yeah. you know there's little, <laughs> little weird things that happen and it's just it's just trends that's how it goes you know yeah well even like the the writing of it it's so shakespearean the shakespeare mm. of comics 
You know, mm-hmm. it's it's like, I think I know what you're saying, and I think mm-hmm. I know where this is going, but I, I had to look up on YouTube and a couple of places on the internet to figure out exactly what was going on. This this took me a while to read, but I'm glad that I read it because I've been wanting to read the Swamp Thing because I actually did re- like the DC series on the Universe app. Oh, did you watch it? I haven't watched it yet. I watched the first two or three episodes, and I was like, why was this canceled? This is good. So, money. It was literally just because of money. So they built an actual swamp on an indoor soundstage. Okay. Like, they built the whole swamp, like, 10 feet deep water. Like, I, I believe is how deep it was. Like, they built a big-ass swamp, and they finished the first season, and they realized the store that swamp was going to cost X amount of dollars. Oh. And they're like, we don't want to pay for that. So they just canceled the show because they didn't want to keep the sets up. <laughs> they're like, we must have a swamp. So, uh... Yeah. Well, you got to control it, which makes sense. You know what I mean? But, yeah. like... You already built it. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Well, there's a swamp on, like, the Universal set and the WB set. Like, couldn't they figure something out? That was on them. That sucks. Like, a really good show could have happened, and then they just ran out of money. Why? And they didn't even quite run out of money. They just didn't want to do it again. Like, I mean, they didn't want to pay the storage fees, but they still had the money. They could have made another season. Oh, my god. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Especially with all the other all the other DC shows that are like ending, you know what I mean? Yes, and they've gone I, on for a hundred episodes, hundred million. I feel seasons. like there's a chance this gets brought back, but not yeah, a good one. I uh, yeah, I hope so. But I like really, I like the cast. They were all really good. But did you know that in 1982, Wes Craven directed this live action movie of Swamp Thing? <laughs> so that's what I knew of Swamp Thing when I was a kid. Because really? I was yeah, when I was a kid, I knew what the Swamp Thing was because um, I probably way too young as usual i had seen the movie <laughs> excuse me and so i i just had this image of a big green monster and i remember um when we would go to the beach we would put kelp on and be like oh, i'm the swamp thing you know <laughs> that's pretty funny <laughs> yeah so i mean i always had this image of the swamp thing i just didn't know where it came from yeah and then you know i get older and you're like oh it's a comic book character and i think i might have even had like a little action figure someone had given me because i'd said i'm the swamp thing too many times but <laughs> I, it wasn't until yeah it wasn't until uh Maybe my senior year, my freshman year of college, I uh, I got this book. You know, I'd started rereading comic books. My friend got me hooked on Sandman, and yeah, then she's like, nice. "Okay, if you like this, read this." And I got Swamp Thing, and I I loved it. It's 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 just not this first book, you know? Yeah, I want to read Brian K. Vaughn's. He has one I saw. I really like. Yeah, his I believe That's he... our boy from Saga. Yeah, and Saga is also another one of my favorite. Books. Yeah, but it's just it's just unfortunate. So. How many pages was your issue? It was 203 pages. Okay. Maybe maybe we do have the same one. Um, because I read the first one, and then I re-downloaded this one, but this one's longer than the one I read. Oh. Oh, interesting. And this, you know what? This one was weird, too. I had to ask you. I was like, am I reading the right thing? Because usually no. it's like part one, and it's like issues one through six. But this is issues number 20 through 27. Why? Yeah. So, okay. Okay. Yeah, why did they I, start I just, at 20? I just got to the end. I was right. Okay. okay. I was flipping through it on my iPad to make sure. No worries. Um, th- it does end right, but um, the next book is uh, the more interesting one uh, because that's when you start to you inter- the introduction of characters like uh, Constantine. Constantine comes yeah, from Swamp Thing. Yeah, I read so that. So that's the second one. And so like, I'm kind of uh, mad at myself for not just telling you to start at book two. No, you're good. It's No, honestly, because, it's okay. This one is, it, I've just read through it, and yeah, there's some great stuff with the Floronic Man, the yeah. guy who was 
So Swamp Thing basically dies. He gets shot, and they yeah. bring him to get an autopsy done. Mm-hmm. And the guy doing the autopsy turns out to be a villain named the Floronic Man, who's like half like a plant guy. Mm-hmm. He's kind of like what he's he's in a similar vein to Swamp Thing, but he's powerful enough that like. When he starts taking over a town, the Justice League doesn't want to fuck with him. They're like, mm, what can we do? I don't know how we're going to beat this guy. And Swamp Thing comes in and, you know, stomps his ass. And it's whatever. Basically. Okay. Yeah. The second book, um, Abby Arcane, if you remember at the end of this book, Abby Arcane gets in a car and disappears, right? Yeah. I don't remember all the details, but she dies in the second book. Oh, shit. Okay. And uh, because the, 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 the soul of her uncle had inhabited a body that was having sex with her and that's like incest what she goes to hell okay so listen she goes to hell and and swamp thing goes and storms the gates of hell basically and it's like this uh like dante's inferno he goes from one level to the other going to hell to get abby arcane back and it's so so fucking epic it's beautiful writing it's 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 that's actually kind of cool yeah it's dope and then there's there's another thing um their way of like when they fall in love um for her to kind of understand him he creates this crazy ass yam that she eats and it's like a hallucinogen hallucinogenic lamb uh lamb uh yam Uh and she starts tripping and they're like on the same wavelength and they're like they basically mind meld and then that's how they basically fall in love and then so it starts this really and you know it's this really crazy southern gothic swamp love and they're you know she's laying there half naked in the swamp and he's laying there with her and it's it's some trippy shit beautiful artwork some of the best artwork i've seen in a comic is when she's tripping because it's like this weird dmt hallucinogenic trip that she's on Mm -hmm. and then uh she gets seen with him and they're I mean, it doesn't show them having sex, but it shows them making out. You know what I mean? So you know what's what's going on with them. And somebody sees her basically making out with a tree. Yeah. And is like, what the fuck? It's like superstar. They kind of, yeah. And they run her out of town. So she goes to Gotham to hide out. Oh, my gosh. Okay. She gets arrested in Gotham for making out with a tree. Right? Oh, my gosh. They're like, you're having sex with a non-human. Like, you can't be doing that. So Swamp Thing goes to Gotham. And that that is one of my favorite comic book moments ever because... He takes over Gotham. He turns all of Gotham into the Garden of Eden. So he, all these plants grow up all around the city. All the people abandon their city life ways, and they're running through, swinging from vines, butt naked, living off the land. And it's a, it's an Eden. And uh, Swamp Thing's like, give me back my my girl. Give me back yeah. Abby. And out of nowhere, this tank rolls up mm-hmm. with all these tree cutting saws. Yeah. And it's a giant ass tank, and it's Batman. And he goes, hey, can we talk? <laughs> and he gets out. And Swamp Thing's like, give me back my girl. You can yeah. have your city back. And he's like, I can't really do it. So, I'm not the police. I'm Batman. So Batman has like a flamethrower and some pesticide or some shit. Mm-hmm. Told you, I haven't read this one in a little while. But <laughs> he kills Swamp Thing. No. With okay. the pesticide and the flamethrower. But he can't kill Swamp Pesticide kills him. Out you can't kill things, Swamp Thing. I know. You can't kill Swamp Thing because okay. his consciousness is still there. Because right. as oh. we learned in the other book, he's he's not Alec Baldwin. Uh, Alec Baldwin. <laughs> wow. He's definitely not Alec He's Baldwin. Not Alec. Holland. Um, it's not his consciousness in the plant. It's his bones were in the plants, but this consciousness, this green that he calls it, has always been around. Right. So he's like an elemental. So he just keeps regrowing every time Batman kills him. He's like Groot, <laughs> but and faster. he stomps the fuck out of Batman. Oh my god! And, like and leaves him alive, but he's just like, just give me back my girl. And so Batman like takes his ass whooping, and he goes to City Hall and or wherever talks to the mayor and the police chief 
And he's like, yeah, if we're going to get mad at her for, uh, like, ha- being with somebody who's not a human, yeah. we got to talk to this person and who's in, who's in love with an alien. We got to talk to that person who's in love with, you know, whatever the creature. And then he basically says, like, are you really going to tell Superman he can't date Lois Lane? Yeah. And, the, and the, like, you can see their faces are, like, turning red. And they're like, fuck it, let her go. We don't want to deal with this. Oh God, and then, yeah. you know, it's, it's so epic, though. He goes, I have the... I have the issue, not here, of, um, and it's Swamp Thing in um, Arkham City, and it's Batman. It's so oh, dope, Oh, that's awesome. I, did they put in Poison Ivy in there, or does she make an appearance? She's no. like, oh, I like it here. No, oh. it's just a little, it's just a little, I mean, I said not Arkham about City, her. Gotham City. Yeah, it, 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 it's it's really just showing, like we've said before, a lot of times the characters or the art, uh, uh, artists want to draw all the different characters. So this yeah. time they're like, hey, can I draw a Batman? Yeah, but that actually sounds story. cool, though. I actually yeah, like that Yeah, and then the story. Constantine stuff is really cool, too. It's, like, really kind of um, more of that, that early, creepy gothic. There's a monster who's basically a human being, but his head is backwards, and it's just running around killing people. Oh. There's all kinds of weird shit that happens in these books. But that I was really hoping when I was like, oh, let's do Swamp Thing, that it was going to be those two things, him going to hell and him going to Gotham City. And it's his love for Abby is amazing, and, you know, this crazy long white hair and this big green monster but yeah well, I don't know. this first book i mean it ex- it gave me like a a basic you know like special abilities well actually let's talk about his special abilities let's let's okay let's break it down so he has his name is Al- alec not alec baldwin i almost said that alec holland he I, has, it's it's addictive i mean addictive yeah. it's a, a sorry guys we're tired today we're both (laughs) it's 100 degrees and we're like hey pal how's it going you want to record um so forgive us so not alec baldwin alec alex holland right there you go (laughs) we got this fuck now i need to look it up alec holland okay this is the least informed podcast i've ever been on no it's all good i hope people are (laughs) laughing or or drunk or one of those things i'm a little bit of both right now perfect uh, so yeah, Alec, he is this dude, he's a scientist, he works in a lab, he's trying to be- build this bio-restorative formula, uh, something goes terribly awry, he has a wife, his wife is not affected, but he's affected for some reason. Anyway, the plants kind of eat him, and then they try to, as Pete said, reproduce his consciousness, so it's this constant like, is he a human, is he a monster, and Abby's like, it's Alec, it's my, it's my man, it's that guy, it's, I know him, and everybody's like, no, he's a monster, so it's just, and he roams, he kind of like, minds his own business, like, he doesn't do anything unless you fuck with him, like, he's a nice dude, he doesn't even know what he is, he's just kind of chilling in the swamp, and everybody's like, that's our swamp, he can't live in there, and we're the army. <laughs> yeah, he just wants to be left alone with his plants, man. He's literally not doing anything. I was like, what is this guy doing to... to... And that's the thing, too, when people start judging. I don't know. It's kind of like that moral of... Not moral. Excuse me. There are no morals in here. Um, it's like that, you know, that theme of, like, what what is a monster by definition? Like, And then that's why I think they go back and forth between, like, is it actually Alec? Is it a big giant plant dude? And then we get introduced to, as you were saying, Dr. Jason Woodrow, who turns into Floronic Man. Floronic Man. He, t- he is actually the bad guy. Like, he takes the plants. Um, he, he on, on purpose, becomes a sort of Swamp Thing-esque mm-hmm. dude. He's kind of, he's not green. He's, like, yellow. Uh, and he just, he's like, oh, I'm, I'm trying to defend the trees because humans are so mean to us and whatever. And then Swamp Man's like, it's not, 
it's not the trees, it's not the humans, it's you. You're being an asshole. Um, mm. And then he dies. Well, <laughs> sort of. Well, kind of. Kind of. Yeah. Um, it's it's interesting, too, because once you when you see Alec kind of find out that, like, oh, I'm not Alec. When he's Swamp Thing, he realizes, like, wait, 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 wait. I'm not a person who became a plant. I'm a plant that thinks it's a person. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He, he kind of loses it until it's time to, like, hey, Floronic Man's fucking things up. You need to get over here. He's like, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. I'll be the Swamp Thing. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. And then at the end, he kind of, like, embraces it. He's like, I yeah. am the Swamp Thing. That's yeah. me. And so later on, oh, book three or four, um, he goes and meets basically the Swamp Things of past. Yeah. So what was there's that like about? A, there's a grove of swamp things of, you know, there's been a, uh, he's called an elemental. So it's not quite a God, but it's like, if you watched, uh, did you watch the latest Spider-Man far from home? Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. I'm so, you know, when he fights those at first, there's the water, ele- you know, I don't want to give yeah. any spoilers away, but he fights the water elemental. Yes. He fights the, it's like a spirit in by uh, of something. Yeah. And he's supposed to be the spirit of the plants, but he's not the first. And, uh, he's just, it, it it gave the depth uh, gives the the lore a little more depth, but I mean it doesn't really matter. It just it's just kind of cool to see the all, all the other trees, but it kind of looks like the Lord of the Rings when you see all the trees. Yeah, that was my favorite part of Lord of the Rings. Is all the walking trees? The trees save the day. <laughs> oh, that's John and I's favorite part. Uh, okay, so ten days ago I reviewed Animal Man on Jeff May's birthday. Actually, we have three birthdays oh. this month. Uh, he's the guy I did Silver Surfer with. Yeah. Yeah, he, okay, so we reviewed Animal Man, and if the, so they talk about the green, the green is kind of like the force of Star Wars, if you will, and it, so Swamp Thing can, like, feel all the plants everywhere, like, he can reach really far to other places, like, he is, it's like he kind of is part of the veins of the green, basically, whereas in Animal Man, he's the veins of the red, so it's like, the red and the green, and then at the end he goes to, like, discover Swamp Thing, which is funny, and it kind of leads into this. And so the red is, like, it, it connects to all the animals the, of the Earth. And that one's really, like, if you haven't read that one yet, of the New 52, it's really good. It's horrifying, but it's very good. Um, but now we're here at the green, and they are connected. I was hoping to see Animal Man in here somewhere, but he's not in no, this one. Um, Alan Moore doesn't really like Grant Morrison. Oh, it's not it, it's not the Grant Morrison one, and I've heard about that conflict. Why doesn't yeah. he like Grant Morrison? Um, Alan Moore doesn't really like anyone. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah, I mean, cool. I think he likes Neil Gaiman just because they they know each other for forever. But I mean, everybody kind of worships uh, uh, Alan Moore, including Grant Morrison. So like, oh, he he tries to follow in the same vein even though he's doing his own thing mm-hmm. he, I, I listened to an interview with him and he's like I, I love everything that you know alan moore's done but he doesn't seem to like me i don't know why mm. i think alan moore's just kind of a uh, crotchety old man you know what i mean oh he's like leave me alone maybe i mean i've read he's... some of his later works and it's kind of very depressing and not oh. the best kind like a lot of stuff about like the one book i read it was a lot of like child abuse stuff and i was just like i can't fuck with this yeah and it's about like growing from it and it being part of your history but also it's like super depressing so maybe he's not like he's not an asshole on purpose (laughs) it's not his ego it's his past something like that i don't know i don't know 
don't know. That's crazy. But, like, the fact that you're saying there's the red and the green. So, like, the green is kind of, like, it's, like, the subconscious of all the plants in the world if they were all connected. Yeah. Which is kind of, like, you know, they've they've found ways that, like, plants can kind of communicate with each other. Mm -hmm. And not just through, like, pheromones, but, like, like their roots communicate with each other somehow. They don't, Mm -hmm. we don't know how. Yeah. So, it's it's kind of, like, what the Swamp Thing does. And I feel like the red of Animal Man is probably, like, that version of it. Like, red and green, blood and plants, you know. Yeah. Which I think is really cool. I think that's such a cool freaking concept. And I wish that they expand. I would have loved to see him in this. I'm sure that Animal Man pops up somewhere because Jeff May said that he pops up. They do pop up together somehow because it just it just makes sense. But like those are like the two forces of the world. It's like the meat and the greens. Yeah, I feel like Swamp Thing is probably early 80s, mid 80s. And I think Animal Man was much later than that because I feel like Grant Morrison didn't pop till the 90s because I think he came after Game Man and all those guys. It was there he okay so grant morrison does do i'm blanking it was oh, a whole 10 days ago wink um but it was <laughs> uh he it wasn't grant morrison it was part of the new 53 yeah yeah yeah. but i'm saying i believe uh, he i don't know he if he did invented animal man or oh. he did a, like the seminal run of of animal man but oh. i know it's like that's one of the things that's it's he's known for yeah, yeah okay so cool right on i think I mean, I don't know. Cool. See, I'm I'm still the newbie. I'm like, all right, whatever you say. I don't know. I'm, I'm the uh, I'm the uh, I've Googled everything, but I don't remember it. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I feel that. I'm like that. I'm like that sometimes. Like I think I know it's somewhere. Yeah. But any any hill. Did you know that this was also an animated TV series from 1990 to 1993, and there are full episodes on YouTube right now. That's probably what I know Swamp Thing from, now that you're oh, saying that. okay. Yeah. More so than that movie. I think I watched the cartoon, and someone said, this is a movie. They put the movie on for me. It was too mature for me. I don't know. So the movie came out before this, this run of Swamp Thing. Yeah, it's a, yeah, it said Wes Craven, live action, 1982. So you were saying that this comic is around the 80s. So it says, I believe, been... 84. I okay. think this is actually in response to the Swamp uh... Thing movie. See, that's and then, cool. Yeah, so I think what happened was the movie came out, then they wrote it, and then the guy who was writing it didn't want to write it anymore, and they're like, well, let's give it to Alan Moore. And Alan Moore is like, watch this shit. <laughs> and he did some wild shit with it that you know kind of changed uh, the deeper storytelling of a lot of these books. That's cool. Um, so have you... Um, have you? Okay. <laughs> the, the theme song is Wild Thing. Or, Wait, no, no, are you Swamp Thing. <laughs> that's amazing (laughs) i found it on accident and it's incredible i love how they're like hmm let's make a swamp thing theme song hmm swamp thing let's put the least amount of effort in it as possible (laughs) exactly exactly and also the story didn't make much sense i tried to watch an episode and i'm like where are we why are we who are we yeah they didn't really care a lot in certain things like in they're just pumping cartoons out to sell toys you know yeah it worked man we we were uh we we bought those toys for sure. I still have a Ninja Turtle somewhere from way back when. Hell yeah. Also, somebody else I want to bring up in here is okay, you mentioned it before, the Justice League is mm-hmm. in here. So there's a Swamp Thing dude, not Alec Holland, but there's another one like you were saying there's like a whole gaggle of them and he like roams into a town, they start shooting at him and then something happens. 
and this kid is like, I got it all on tape. And he like tells some authority and the authority tells the White House and the White House tells the Justice League and the Justice League. They are in outer space in this book. And in the I watchtower. Lo- in the, oh, I thought that was outer space. It's not. Oh, okay. I no, they're it, in a watchtower in outer space. Oh, interesting. I guess I think oh, it's, it's a satellite at that point. Okay. I think it's just so funny how it's like, who's there? Superman? Hawkman? Mm-hmm. Not Hawkman. Hawkman? Yeah, yeah. No, I remember seeing Hawkman's face. Give me a second. I'll tell you everybody that I remember. Um, yeah, there's. Uh, I, I'm trying to think of this Justice League swan, uh, lineup at that time. It was Hawkman. It was Justice. Uh, and there's like one other dude. There's like some dude that's like, he does mind power shit or something. And he's like, I know because they're plants. Let's fix the oxygen imbalance. And yeah. they, he's like, they're like, and Superman's like, sure. I don't really know what to do. He doesn't seem like that much of a threat. Um, they kind of don't want to mess with it. They're like, really? This is, is this- below us. Yeah. So I'm looking right now. So I see a Superman. I see uh, a Green Lantern. I see a Green Arrow. I see, oh, Jesus. What's his name? The guy who is the elements. Uh, oh, maybe that's fire. Sounds- Firestorm is his head on fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the guy that's like, there's an oxygen imbalance. That yeah. Guy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking at it right now. The problem's with the oxygen imbalance, so why don't I... Yeah, Superman says, do you know how many molecules make up the Earth's atmosphere? If you wanted, I could count them. <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck, dude? And one Roman's like, don't bother. Um, they can't... Floronic Magic's taking control of everything, so he can't... Yeah. There's nothing they could really do without possibly killing everybody kind of thing. Right, and he's like, they're just going to have to figure it out. But I think it's so funny because they're just like kind of insert them. And usually you insert the Justice League if they're going to actually change the story. But like they insert them and they're like, I don't know. <laughs> it's it's interesting because it's like Alan Moore's way of saying, okay, the Justice League couldn't solve this problem, but Swamp Thing's gonna. Oh, okay. I see what yeah. you're saying. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense then. All right. Well, can't, why isn't Swamp Thing part of the Justice League then? Cause I, guess I don't he think he wants to be. Oh, See, I want—I have so many questions about him. Like, he just seems like this dude with a big heart who just has a love, has no idea what the heck he's doing in life, but he can like—he doesn't mind like saving lives and shit. Yeah. Um. So I'm trying to wrap my head around this guy. But, he kind of—he's just—I mean, he's—he's—he's he's, he's a monster who just wants to be left alone. He's Frankenstein. You know what I mean? He's yeah. like, just leave me alone. Let me and Abby hang out in the plants. You know what I mean? Otherwise, you know, don't cut my trees down, or I'll come fuck you up. Like, he's just like, leave me alone, dude. Yeah, leave me alone. Let me do my thing. So. Well, shit, I, I mean, I, I don't wish we read book two, but book two sounds freaking dope. So he goes to hell and then he goes, he goes to hell. He goes to Gotham. Um, it's, it's cool. It's, it's much better than this one. I wish we had read that one instead of this one. Oh, it's all good, dude. No, 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 but I'm just saying like, (laughs) like if you, if you got anything out of this one, I would say read book two. Mm. If you didn't dig this one. Don't fuck with it. It's fine. <laughs> I already told you the best parts. There's some yeah. awesome imagery and there's awesome storytelling happening where he deals with uh, Etrigan, the demon, and he's he's going to hell and you know all the crazy images of hell that Alan Moore can conjure. conjure. Um, you know the introduction of John Constantine's cool, but it's not the best Constantine stories. Uh, you know, him, it's worth it. Actually, it's worth it to see him beat the shit out of Batman. That's pretty cool because. <laughs> He just yeah. keeps basically multiplying himself and stomping on him. It's great. That's awesome. Um, it's it's epic storytelling, but at a point of diminishing returns. 
yeah, yeah. I got you. I'm curious. That's what I'm saying. Like, I want, I'm curious if Brian, what Brian K. Vaughn does with him. Like, if he makes him more epic or if he pulls out parts of him that nobody's really written about before. Because he just has a way of storytelling that I really enjoy, and I know you do too. Um, so I'm curious. I'm curious. So when I, when I started buying these, they were making these beautiful hard copy editions of, like, book one, book two, book three. Yeah. And I got up to book four or five. And it was on my Amazon thing, like, coming in August. And I never ordered it. Yeah. So I just kind of stopped. And I think I kind of was over it. Mm-hmm. I was like, eh, okay. Yeah. I, don't need to, I don't need to pull this thread any further. And I started reading other stuff. And, and it's like, okay, Saga, mm-hmm. every book I want. Yeah. Swamp Thing, I'm really just going to go back. I, I wish I had book two. I just want to flip back and forth to book two. That's awesome. Some of this amazing artwork, but, you know, I don't know. No worries. It's all good. You know what? I know that you think that you came on here and we've done two duds, but that's the thing. It's like I want to review all the comics that I possibly can on this mm-hmm. podcast, and sometimes they're going to be duds. And to have to have epic comics, you have to have kind of duds, too. And this one isn't like a dud. It's just not like it's not captivating us. I think it's like both of these books we've done, I remember liking. And yeah. I got so excited about the idea of like, oh, I'm going to love this. You're going to love this. And then I read it again and I was just like, oh, fuck. You know what I mean? <laughs> Next time you're going to have to screen it before you tell yeah, me. Yeah. So <laughs> I've been reading a bunch of books lately yeah. and I got some stuff that I want to read with you. Dope. Okay. Awesome. There's some there's some stuff that I actually will vouch and put my stamp on before we uh, we do our homework. Hell yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. Cool, man. It's all right. I, I know where you live, and uh, you're, you're my pal. <laughs> it's not a threat. <laughs> <laughs> Don't bring bad comics on here ever. No. I, uh, I mean, like, okay. both these comics aren't bad. No, I'm joking. 100% but they're, but I'm joking. saying, yeah. but they're mm-hmm. not as exceptional as I would hope. Right. Right, right, right. All good. Yeah. No worries. You did give me your entire saga collection. So. Yeah. You're that we're one cool. I put my stamp we're on. good. Okay. <laughs> we're good. Uh, okay, so let's do a little wrap up review. Let's let's wrap this little nice bow. Uh, what would you say about this book, and would you suggest it for new readers? I would suggest it for new readers, only to get them to book two. Ah, okay. That's or good. book two and three. I'm not sure. I, they might be in two and three. I remember reading both of them at the same time because mm-hmm. I bought all three on Amazon at the same time. You know what I mean? Okay. Yep. But um, they're not all on my Kindle, so it's a blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Um, what would I say about this? I would say it's very interesting storytelling. It's it's one of those turning points in, in comic book history in terms of like uh, a, a beloved writer kind of come, kind of his coming out party. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what he'd done before this, but this is before Watchmen. So this is kind of what gave him the juice to make Watchmen. This is before he did Miracle Man, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, this is definitely before League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, before From Hell, before all the other things that he became more well known for. This is like, this is almost like his B side. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. oh, it's not quite a hit, but it's a hit um, in terms of like now. Um, but I don't know. Maybe it was big when it came out. I don't know. Fucking know. But uh, it's good. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Yeah. It's like, it's good. And even like me as a new-ish reader, uh, I was like, eh. It's like, like I said, it's that Shakespearean language of comics where you're just like, why, where, why, who? Uh, and I definitely had to do some background research on that. But if that's your thing, man, then that's, read it. Yeah, it's very Alan Moore thing. He's very dense with his words. I remember, uh, fuck, maybe it was Watchmen. Someone gave me a script uh, and it's the way he writes. 
Yeah. And he writes, like, every single thing that he wants in the panel, he gives you. Mm-hmm. So, like, one page that would be a comic book is, like, three pages of reading. Oh. I, I, I started reading it, and I was like, fuck this, and I threw it away. Damn. It was too much. And I guess the way he, he writes is he writes everything he wants, and he doesn't, from what I understand, he doesn't even talk to the illustrator. Uh-huh. He goes, like, everything I gave you is on there. Anything else you need, just do it yourself. I'm not, I can't help you anymore. Oh, shit. So, I mean, he's, like, from what I understand, he's even kind of a dick to his collaborators. You know what I mean? Oof. Yeah, he must be going through something. But, Poor guy. I mean, it works. I mean, his stuff is well regarded. It's deep. It's got many levels. It's he deconstructs basically everything he does as he's doing it. It seems like, you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Yeah. But I don't know. Sometimes you don't want something that deep. I don't want to do homework when I'm reading. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) I just want to read. I know I was able to read Old Man Logan in an hour and a half. This one took me four four hours. Same amount of pages. Yeah. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to we're going to do something different next time. Okay. Yeah, deal. No, it's all good. I'm literally, I'm not mad at you, I swear. Now I can No, no, I'm not saying you're mad. I'm just saying, like, last time we picked amazing art, so-so writing. This time we picked a novel with a few okay pictures in it. You know what I mean? Yeah, Yeah, but it's a classic. I mean, I got to put this on my list. I I can check off a Swamp Thing Alan Moore comic. Check. You know what I mean? You got to find things that you don't like to know what you like. Exactly. Exactly. I'm, I'm never mad if it's, like, a comic like that, ever. So, it's all good, dude. Uh, well, thanks for introducing me to a Swamp Thing comic. I appreciate you. Yeah. Sweet. Uh, where can everybody find you online, Pete? Uh, Gorilla Pete or uh, Pete's Whiskey on Instagram. Twitter is just Gorilla Pete. Uh, if I've got my stuff set up, I might send you a little uh, something. I've got a uh, podcast coming out. I've already, like, I think I talked to you about this already. I'd already recorded one. Yeah. I'm going to try and record one more. Hopefully, if we see you before this comes out, maybe we'll do a little recording. Yeah, dude. I know. I was like, he's coming down here. Why don't you just come over and let's record something? (laughs) Well, I've got some mics and I've got my thing and we could just do it uh, socially distanced uh, having a cocktail, if you know what I'm saying. Ooh, nice. I know John would be so down for that. I mean, I am too, obviously, but yeah. We'll figure something out. Sweet. Love it. Love you, man. Happy birthday. Happy birthday almost. To me. (laughs) (laughs) All right, y'all. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Ongoing Comic Book Discussion Podcast. Tune in tomorrow for my birthday episode. 29th day, by the way. And I'll be a big old swapping thrill. All right. Say bye, Pete. Bye, Pete. Thank you for tuning in to Ongoing Comic Book Discussion Podcast 31 Days of Horror. If you like what you're hearing, please follow OCD on any of your favorite podcatchers. Take it a step further and leave a five-star Apple Podcast review. (laughs) That really helps me out. Thank you. You can follow OCD on Instagram at OCD Podcast or facebook.com slash OCD podcast. Tune in tomorrow as I review another horror Halloween comic. 